0: Back to another episode of Tales from the Cartridge, the video game storytelling podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Eric Penrod,
1: and I am your other co-host, Ryan Bauer.
0: Ryan, I'm tired today. It's definitely a Sunday feeling. I don't know. Yeah. I, I've been trying to get in that mode where I don't let Sundays just be the dreadful Monday, you know, anxiety-inducing day. It's hard though. I, I'm sure a lot of storygoers, I would guess, have that same feeling. It's hard though. But yeah. Anyway, Ryan, how are you? And what have you been playing?
1: <laughs> uh, I'm doing pretty good. My, um, like you know, my grandparents are visiting, so we've been kind of showing them um, our our wonderful, wonderful city and um, mm. part of the world. Um, so that's been that's been nice, but but uh, exhausting and tiring. And I'm I'm fire tired and a little bit sunburned. Um, <laughs> but that's that's fine. And then as far as what I've been playing um less destiny everyone's gonna all pop in if there's a, a, a mod that's available that day or if there's i need to get some and things like that but kind of we off a little bit we have been playing probably what i playing most is pokemon unite with yeah. all y'all this yeah. has been very fun um and then i tried tribes of biggar with our friend dave which is in it's a very strange game but it's fun it's a game where like you jump in and you have no idea what you're doing and you die and everything falls apart but it's okay because then you just like try again so like you have a world Ah. and you have a little village and you have people in that village and every night monsters come and attack your village you have to defend that village and if monsters attack your tree too much you lose and then you start again but after you lose all the experience you've gathered from that day levels you up and then you get things that then the next time you can can help you survive longer um so it's 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 fun and it's interesting it's it's just came out it's um by it's actually published by gearbox um so it just came out and it's 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 pretty fun it's it's like a survivally um viking game um but it's isometric Mm. top down um and there's classes and there's some rpg mechanics and obviously there's there's, these like roguelike mechanics which is is very different and strange every every um couple days this massive they're called jotuns come they like appear on the side of the map and you have to if they get to your base you just lose you have to like go out out of your comfort zone chase them down try and hurt them enough before they get to your base and destroy it at the same time every night monsters are coming so you're upgrading your base you're upgrading the people in your base you're getting collecting new gear um it's it's a very Jeez. hectic time but it, it's it's been getting easier each time we've we've our, our record i think is four days so nice. but, but we're feeling good about this one so we'll see how it goes but yeah. is that four actual days no it's like four in-game days in the like, game okay. yeah yeah the days are probably like maybe 10 minutes long if that
0: oh wow okay all right yeah. so they rough existence there yeah the 10 minutes.
1: yeah
0: <laughs> are the you yeah. are, they, are they the ice giants okay.
1: Yep. So nice. yeah. So yeah. yeah. So one of, in in, in, the, in the context of this game, one is an ice giant, one is a fire giant, one is a darkness giant, and then one is a lightning that giant, giant. Those are like the four elements in this game. Oh, okay. And Each of them have different powers and abilities, and they do certain things. Um, they're very cool, but very spooky. They have so much health. Um, last time <laughs> one attacked, um, we didn't we didn't realize it's better to like go fight them before they get to your base. So it like rolled up on our base, and we're like, okay, let's defend. And it had like seventy thousand health. And we whittled it down about two thousand before it destroyed our base. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, a, it was a rough, it was a rough time, but it's it's fun. It fun time. Every time gets better. We learn more every time. <laughs> That's funny. That's,
0: it sounds like a rewarding game. I like it. I think yeah. it's on. I think you said it's only twenty bucks.
1: Yeah, what, twenty bucks on a... Steam and on PS4, PS5. So we've been playing oh. it on. We've been playing it on PS5 actually. Uh, oh, which okay. like I wasn't sure how to would control because of those types of games sometimes like Diablo. I mean, that being said, Diablo controlled really well on console. Um, it, 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 it's really fun, and it works well, and it's pretty pretty low-key. Um, you start off with two classes, and then as you survive longer, you unlock more classes that do more different, interesting, and complex things. You can have up to ten people in your world at a time, which I just cannot imagine oh. um, what that would be like, but
0: time hmm i might have to give that a try there's so many games right now there's you have, like to invested our time into too, yeah, i know we
1: many. still have avengers that we've we haven't played a ton yet I so i want to too actually
0: like yeah. Surprisingly, yeah, hopefully, yeah
1: hopefully we can find some more time
0: yeah seriously mm-hmm.
1: but eric how are you and what have you been playing as you yawn again Sorry, <laughs> no, it's not please. you, I promise. If you're I tired, promise.
0: yawn, it's okay. It's I do just do bad at getting enough sleep. I'm like that rebel, like, oh, I'm gonna stay up because it's my weekend and I can do and then I like why did I do that? I could have I could have slept well and been rested and so I'm just yeah. stupid. Um it's okay. I'm okay, I'm tired. <laughs> but uh like you said, we've been playing so much Pokemon it's Unite, fun. way more than I thought I ever yeah. I didn't it wasn't even on my on my radar when it first came out. I didn't realize until some of my friends in our friend group were talking about it. And now it's it's basically everything I wanted League to be, uh, just it's you know easily digestible. You're not buying certain weapons that are better than other weapons, or you have to like really understand the meta of it. It's just so much simpler, which is what I what I want. I want League to be that for me because I think I love everything about League. I love the way the artwork looks. I love how the characters are designed. I love the gameplay, but it's like the little things. I just I, I never want to invest so much time into it, like understanding the certain weapons and which ones go better together. And it's just too much for me. So that's why Pokemon Unite has been so much fun. Is it's just so easy. 10 minute rounds. So not like an hour and a half like, like league is, which is definitely a flaw in my book, I think. But, mm-hmm. um, and man, I just, I love having a good Snorlax. I feel like Snorlax is just nowhere <laughs> in that game for anyone, really. So it's just been fun to, to really get a good build for Snorlax. And then, you know, we had a really good time last night playing for about yeah. like an hour, maybe, maybe two hours, I think. Yeah, something. Um, like that. Yeah, and it's just great. It's just a lot of fun. You get jump in, and sometimes it's incredibly frustrating, more so than <laughs> it should be. I shouldn't swear so much with a Pokemon game, it just feels weird. <laughs> but I mean, it happens. It happens. Uh, who is it? It's the Lightning Boy. I forget his name. Yeah. Z- Zoo. we don't know any we don't know it's something that <laughs> i just can't ever remember i just call him lightning boy i like lightning boy i like i like i call him seagull man but it's it's <laughs> k- kum, kumquat <laughs> i forget cramorant cramorant for so sure yeah, yeah some
1: pokemon storygoers are yelling at us yelling very oh, loud oh, yeah. into their into their podcast whatever it is whatever as, as
0: you'll learn from this episode later gen one and gen two yeah. Are the best gens, and I don't care if you at me. It is true, <laughs> yeah. you'll find out why later, maybe. But uh, yeah, so Pokemon Unite, and then I really want to get back into Marvel. I don't. I mean, again, it's like I can see the problems with Marvel, uh, but I think what we, if it's us playing together, I am really wanting yeah. to play that. I, I have a really desire to play by myself, but mm-hmm. to play together, I think it'd be a lot of fun. So yeah, um, yeah, I think that's it. I really haven't played a whole lot except for Pokemon Unite. I'll just jump on and play short matches i think that's it's funny i feel like i find myself in waves of things like sometimes i'll just need a single player game to really just jump into and then and that was skyward sword for me for a while there and then since pokemon unite came back with a you know or has come out i've been going to that but then again pokemon snap has an update this coming tuesday storygoers. <laughs> that is oh god let me pull up my calendar uh, come on computer don't make this awkward I'm just killing time. Uh, that is the third. The third, the third of of August actually has a new update. It's bringing three new levels in the game, which wow. is super fun. That's, I think it's yeah, twenty maybe new types of Pokemon in the game. Um, it's free, and it's free. Yeah, wow. it's free. <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah, so it's super exciting. Along with the Animal Crossing update that already came out, which wasn't like crazy, but I guess it has like a weekly fireworks show and new stuff. I guess that they. I uh, found that, or, or people have found that there's new Halloween items that you can get oh, this cool. this coming year. So yeah. yeah, so it's a lot of fun. Animal Crossing, I think, is the best when it comes to October because you have Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and then New Year's. And that's kind of always fun to kind of update your island as you play through yeah, those seasons. Decorate, the that's, so,
1: I'm excited to get back into like redecorating my island for those seasons because that was. I think it was so fun last year when we we would, like, go to each other's islands, we would show off our decorations. It was very fun. Yeah. I'm excited to do that some more. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think, and also, if Dave is listening, I'm not going to say this, just in case, I want him to just naturally find this, but Dave will, on Easter, make his island a literal (laughs) hell of eggs. It's a hellscape, yeah. And just awful. There's one thing he invited me to his island around Easter time, and it's just a linear path I could take. You couldn't actually explore the island because he had set it up in a way where you could not escape from the airport. And then uh, I just had to be in this perpetual, like, Easter hell <laughs> <laughs> the landscape on this island. And he was just dressed up in his Easter costume, and it was awful. And for some reason, I don't think I could leave at that point. I think he had blocked me off, or somehow. I couldn't seem to be able to leave until he allowed me to, which made it even worse. Right. Um, if I remember correctly. So, shout out to Dave. Uh, hate that. Please don't do that again. I <laughs> know <laughs> no, you will. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's a good time for games right now, I feel like. Especially if you're a Nintendo yeah. fan. Nintendo has a lot of stuff going on right now, so... Kudos to them. In Skyward Sword, I, want to, I had just started Skyward Sword. It's a, not my favorite Zelda, for sure, but I am enjoying it way more than I remember originally enjoying it, so I'm excited to get back into that.
1: And I, yeah. I heard something, Eric, about Skyward Sword. I want to get what your opinion on this. I heard somebody mm. say it is 20 hours in, of the best Legend of Zelda there is mixed with 10 hours of the worst Legend of Zelda there is. Like The dungeons are very good, but then anything outside of that is pretty miserable is what I've heard. <laughs>
0: Yeah, if I remember correctly, I remember enjoying the dungeons and the bosses a lot. They're very interesting because of the Wii control, uh, the the controls specifically. But some of the characters don't hit very well. I mean, some some people really like the characters in Skyward Sword a lot, and I can valid and I I can validate them for that. I think they're very interesting for me. They don't hit very well, and if I remember correctly, you had to kind of re. Like, you have to go back to places, like, twice for some reason, and it feels a little repetitive, if I remember correctly. This is so long ago, that the the when it first came out for the Wii. So, I'm not positive. I think it has a, it, it's so important for the story of Zelda as to why Skyward Sword is there. Like, it really sets up the Legend of Zelda series, and why things keep happening the way they do. So, it's super important in that regard. Um, and, I, I mean, they, and Link and Zelda are fantastic in it, because they're just, they're Link and Zelda. But yeah there's some weird things in that game but i think there's a really cool twist in it too i have to replay it again <laughs> before i remember <laughs> the implications of that whole story but yeah. uh but i will give it, i would like to cover that game very soon i keep saying that but work has just been literal awfulness and i just <laughs> have no time but yeah. uh i would really want to by the end of this year cover a legend of Zelda game because that's just you know we just have to mm-hmm. so yeah but anyway wow 10 minutes in we haven't gone to anything yet it's okay uh Storygoers, as always, if you want to send us your thoughts, feelings, and perspectives on the games we cover or the topics we cover on our DLC episodes, like today, you may send it to us at tales from the cartridge at gmail.com. All of the E's are threes. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram. Comment or DM on our posts. You can't DM on our posts. Comment on our posts or DM us. I'm sorry, I'm trying to be woke like the kids. And you can send us your thoughts, feelings, or pers- and perspectives and we will read them on our next episode. If you do send us those and we would happily read those, we will also happily send you a free Tales from the Cartridge sticker. I had not seen you still, Ryan. I still have them holographic stickers I want to give you on. Really bad, they're very cool. And we would happy, we'd be happy to send one to a story gore that gives us their thoughts, feelings, and perspectives. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts. Give us a nice five stars. Mm, we always enjoy that. What does Mario like more than one star? five stars because you know that's how you say speech from bowser or something like that i don't know anyway <laughs> this is not landing well for me <laughs> today's episode though is focusing on our favorite remakes remakes of games young and old it seems like you don't really have to wait very long for a remake to come out for a game that you probably just played five years ago because that just <laughs> seems to be the craze nowadays but something that came to my mind when we were, i was kind of making my list for my favorite remakes are are they important for game series as a what? whole bless you ryan's <laughs> is muted.
1: i don't know if i muted to catch all of it but no you, i didn't hear <laughs> a word it I, didn't hear a, of, a, sorry, I didn't hear it i a a word see a spike a bit, on so. i see a spike on my end i don't know what
0: that is but. oh okay. i didn't hear anything um <laughs> are are remakes important for game series or are this are they just an excuse for companies to make money off your nostalgia i think it's really I think it's really important, uh, really interesting. I think we see that a lot of movies as well. Movies will have remakes. I think it's very different, though, because you're getting new actors that fill roles for previous actors who are beloved in those roles. Whereas in video games, you know, the characters are the characters, so which is very different. But for video games, I don't know, Ryan. Do you have a, a perspective on how you feel about remakes, or are they important for game series and, and story? Yeah. Or
1: I mean, I I think it's 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 a mix, right? Because um they can be really important for a game series um to kind of test the waters and see like if there's enough interest to like do more of this um but at the same time i think like there is certainly it is much easier to do that it is safer to remake you know a a a game a beloved game because you know it's going to sell well It sold well once it's going to sell well again especially like with these big... Some of the games we're going to talk about that are, you know, very well-known and are very exciting. Um, I think... I think they can be important. As far as for the industry, they've, they've been kind of this kind of... They've been this um, kind of cornerstone that has been slowly building over time. Like you said, what we're seeing in the movies and I think, again, that's because it's a low-risk venture. Um, you could have all these assets already. You just have to make them look nicer with new technology, which I, I don't know what that entails. I don't know how challenging that is. Maybe it is more challenging than I imagine. Um... But it, in, in that way, I think, again, it's an excuse for companies to make more money because you can make money very easily with a remake um, or a remaster. Yeah. I think there are some remasters that change the core. And take what that core experience was and change it in a really meaningful and interesting way. Like for Final Fantasy VII remake, is is very different and certainly not an easy way to make money. That is going to be a very expensive way to make probably still a bunch of money, but it's yeah. going to be it's going to be very expensive to do so. It's going to take a really long time. Versus, you know, like I don't know what a great example is, like Destroy All Humans remake, right? For an old PlayStation game that is, which has just been ported to PlayStation Two and updated with some the assets have been touched up. Yeah. Um, so I think, I don't know, it's, I, think, I think it's almost a case-by-case case, um, and company-by-company. Mm-hmm. Company. Um, but I, I, I personally, I think I would prefer new IPs than remakes. That being said, if there is a remake for a game I really love, most likely I've, I've, I've purchased or played the remake. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's a challenge. I, I mean, where I'm at, I think I would prefer new IPs. Um, but I think for some folks who missed missed on certain experiences, like if you didn't get to play Shadow of the Colossus in the uh, early 2000s, early 2000s, when that came out. I think so, yeah. It's a really incredible game, and everyone should have a chance to play it. But that accessibility piece might not be there. You may not own a PS2 and have to be able to find a copy of this. And if I can download it on my PS5, or it's free on PS Now or whatever, then I think that's really important, because here is a really important game in you know, the game pantheon that I can now access that I couldn't before. Mm. So I think it's a really complex question and kind of a challenging question, um, that is going to kind of vary from, from game to game. In most cases, it is probably for companies to make more money would be my guess though. It's my, it's kind of my feelings.
0: Yeah. I think if I had to pick, I mean, if I had to say it's definitely, I think a mix of the two, you know, I think they do kind of help to keep these game stories alive or keep these games alive in general. Um, but of course companies do this strategically because they know they'll sell like just like one game that we're not going to cover because I don't think it's really in our real house is uh, Demon's Souls I think it's Demon's Souls right? yeah, yeah, I, yeah I think that. it just came out mm-hmm. and Demon's Souls is a very popular game obviously Like, and you know I think I think it's Bluepoint that's the company that that remade that game um, and it sold very well you know and because they knew that it was going to do very well they could have made a, a Demon Souls or Dark Souls I forget what, I forget what game it is um Demon's sequel Souls. is a demon okay yeah. yeah a Demon's soul sequel but i mean they chose to do a remake and again it did very well and for a game that's maybe for companies that's maybe struggling that's a good idea because they know that it'll sell and kind of re- reinvigorate that series and like you said ryan actually when you were talking about like gauging in the interest of an audience i mean that's exactly what crash bandicoot did in the the new insane trilogy um and now they're making a sequel to that a banjo or i said banjo i meant Crash Bandicoot, not Banjo. Crash <laughs> Can- Crash Bandicoot insane trilogy. Uh, they're making a new crash. So I think remakes have their place, but I think you're right, Ryan. I think new IPs are also extremely important because, you know, if we just continuously digest the same content, like eventually it's gonna get stale. You have something new going on. So I think it's a it's a happy there's a happy place for me, remakes. I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with them, so long as the essence of that game is being preserved in a natural and, and enjoyable way yeah so which is kind of what the games that we chose mm-hmm. yeah because i think they do the best job at kind of encapsulizing the spirit of the games that came before or the originals and having a good way to kind of find enjoyment in a new way with it mm-hmm. so, to speak. Yeah. so yeah all right well cool well then let's just jump into our list right away okay. i feel great about so that. ryan do you want to yeah. go over a lot of our game story goers that we have very similar tastes so our games kind of mix and match so <laughs> we'll kind of jump on each other's stories or jump I on think, each other's games
1: i think part of the reason is we grew up in the same time so the games that are nostalgic mm-hmm. for us are, are very similar um my first one though um i don't think is one of those um black mesa yeah. <laughs> which is yeah. a, is the remake of half-life and we've talked about this a little bit in our in our Half-Life episode um this was a game um not made by valve it was made by it was actually just a, a product a project a bunch of folks picked up on and eventually the team grew and the team grew and the team grew and then it, they created their own game experience um using you know the the engine from half-life 2 you half-life 1 and half-life 2 are very different games in how they look half-life 1 is old and pixelated if you've seen it it is a very important game and it's a very good game but it, it looks, it's hard to, to dive back into that and, and, and really be immersed in that world where I think the Source 2 engine that was used in Half-Life 2 and Portal 2, like it still holds up pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can still get that really good experience. I love Black Mesa because not only does it you know, kind of remake these worlds in a, in a way that is more acceptable and digestible now, that being said, the original Black Mesa is still good, but it also expands upon it um black mesa the whole last section of black mesa is you're in um i don't know if it's spoilers um you're on a a different place that was not fully explored in the first half-life in the first half-life the ending was a little bit rushed because of of just technology and time and in black mesa they could really expand on it and they could add more to it and there's some places that in the original half-life were kind of kind of didn't make sense that you'd go there and they in Black Mesa using this really incredible um, environmental storytelling gave you some context of why you were there and what was going on in a different and interesting way. Um, it's one of the reasons I think it's a really great and, and, and wonderful remake yeah, or um, remaster. It's I, think, I would say it's more of a remake because they built it from the ground up just in the same style of the original game. And I think if you're mm-hmm. looking to play Half-Life and, and dive into this world, Black Mace is the place to start because it, it encapsulates everything that is so wonderful about Half-Life, but in a way that is more approachable, looks better, and, and tells the story, I think, in some ways even better. And I love that Valve has allowed them to just run with it and do it and, mm-hmm. and, and let them do their own thing and create this own game using all of their assets, using all of their materials and, and do their own thing, which is very cool.
0: And it almost sounds like Black Mesa's is that, that special kind of remake that actually allowed it to take the original story, like you're saying, and expand upon it to what it should have or yeah. wanted to have been. Yeah. Uh, at least something that the team wanted to be when it first came out, which is cool. Like, that's, a, that's an amazing way to use a remake as a tool to enhance the story. So, and actually, and does Val like, Val have any, like, say in how the game turns out or what they're doing
1: with the game? I, like, I don't think so. Bits? The only things they... No, I, I don't believe so. Again, I am sure somebody could do more research than I have. But in my mm. research, I, I don't believe they had any say in what happened. The only thing I do know is Valve allowed it to be sold on Steam. You know what I mean? They you can you, they allowed it to be purchased. So they, in that way, said, what you're doing is great. Keep doing it. But I don't think they had any kind of say in the storylines. Or I don't even know if there's any communication there just because Valve is Valve. And they don't really mm-hmm. communicate to folks. But... Um, I, I don't believe so. Again, if somebody, I'm sure somebody who knows more than I would, would correct me, but I don't believe so. I don't believe there was any kind of communication where Valve was like, I really love what you're doing. Here's what we were kind of thinking. I think it was just them kind of taking it running with it.
0: Oh, see, I would love that though. I love if Valve yeah. would, but it's still very cool that they allowed them It's like all the money they're probably making off that remake is probably crazy and Valve probably doesn't care because they are just video game gods that make <laughs> just crazy yeah. amounts of money. Yeah. So, I think it's gonna be insane to, Side total side note here the Steam Deck I'm really excited for the Steam Deck I think it's going to be such a cool console Um and I'm excited to I, I'm kicking myself you know I probably won't get one anytime soon um, let alone by next summer but I didn't buy any games in the summer sale this year because I was like ah, I haven't been playing a whole lot of computer games I'll, I'll probably skip this and then like they immediately announced it afterwards like what the heck but I think Black Mesa <laughs> will be that perfect game to kind of jump into a Steam Deck with and yeah. kind of explore and, and do that so I'm excited I think it's going to be good and I think that Black Mesa, we've covered already on the show. But, I mean, again, I've still not played it yet, and I really want to, so I think it'll be it'll be a lot of fun rather than going to the very first gaming and yeah. diving into that. So, yeah.
1: Eric, tell me about your first um, remake remaster you want to talk about.
0: Yeah, so I think we should get this one out of the way because I think if any storygoers have actually listened to us for a while now, you already know that I uh, we've already, we already talked about it, I think today in some regards, is The Legend of Zelda. Not Skyward Sword, but... The ones I've listed at Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. We've talked about I've beat this horse so many times as to why I love these two games. But I think that for remakes, The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, and Majora's Mask were almost, I would even say kind of a risk because they're two very beloved games. Games are considered like classics and, you know, some of the best games ever made. So to take a game like that and to remake it, much like, like um, Half-Life 1, is kind of revered in the sense of it being a very beloved and perfect game you know, to take a series like that and to try to, to remake it for fans is a risk in a sense because it could be totally off base, you know, the graphics, the look of the game could be very different, but I think how Nintendo handled these these remakes uh, was just fantastic. And I think it kind of allowed the games to be enjoyed again by young and old fans, but just with the updated graphics, it almost like, I'm curious how other story goers feel because I clicked when I was young and I was playing Ocarina of Time the way that that game looked on the N64, didn't that match what it looked like in my head? In my head it was just all this, you know, it was just more beautiful and more vibrant and more realistic. So with these updated games, it kind of gave me that sense of what I felt like I was looking at back in 1996 or seven or whenever that game came out, We're when not to Time came out. Um, and 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 like I said, and even I don't know if we touched base on this before, but remakes allow—I think you did right—they allow new players to come in and enjoy a game that they may have missed out on. Which will I'm sure I'm going to say that so many times this podcast, so that's I feel like like all my remakes kind of represent. So I, I think again, I just that's what remakes do really well—they allow you to kind of revisit a story that is more vibrant and alive than it was originally due to the technology and allowed. Old and, and new players to come in. And Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mascot are just two perfect games for that. So, that is the first on my list. But Ryan, what is the second game on your list?
1: Well, my second game, Eric, is quite similar to yours. It's um, Pokemon, Pokemon Heart, Gold, and Soul Silver. Um, the reason that, and again, this is not anything saying, and, and you may have more picture, picture of this in your head than I do, um, they didn't do anything wild with these remakes, at least that I'm remembering, but it just. That was the generation, the first generation I loved, but this generation was the game where I, I was old enough and engaged enough that I really fell in love with it and played these games a lot. So to mm-hmm. go back to these worlds and go back to these places, and just like you said with Legend of Zelda, when you're playing these games as a kid, you imagine, you fill in the gaps with your imagination mm-hmm. when you're playing these remakes. And for all of these, I think, um, what you what you thought you saw is what these games look like now. It's just kind of, mm-hmm. it, it's so strange to, to describe it in the way, but it's exactly right. Um, how you remember playing these games the vibrant worlds if you were to go back they just don't look that great but with remasters and remakes and these ones in particular um it, it meets you where you thought it was or or it um it looks as beautiful as you remember again but it's because those updated graphics and these are games that the silver in particular because silver is is the the, the, the one i played um mm. is just was was my favorite generation to go back and replay these games is just so really enjoyable, and it's been so long since I've played them that I forgot a lot of how this world worked. And to go back and, and have that to be accessible and exciting and look great and be fun, um was just really satisfying.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm the same as you. Actually, I put um, for my second one was, was Heart Gold and Soul Silver as well, and Silver was the best between the two. At me, I don't care. It was better. (laughs) I Um, I also put fire red and leaf green. Yeah. I still think it was a choice to not leave to leave blastoise out of that and to not make a a blue or water blue or whatever. I don't know. Uh, I think blue was better between the red and blue original Pokemon games. Whatever. Um, But it's exactly as you're saying right I think just comparing the graphics between the two games, the original Pokemon Red and Blue, like the Pokemon just look, you know very different how they're, than how they're like actually depicted now. Um, but with these remakes, it allowed you to kind of have these updated graphics that you can like see these Pokemon for how they're supposed to look and these updated graphics, and it kind of just pulls you in more into these battles, into the situation, into the world, and it's just so much more enjoyable. Um, it, again, it's that same, like, you're, like we keep saying, it, it's that same mentality. That this is what I pictured when I was a kid, but just now it's actually what I'm playing, which is very cool. So, I, I don't know about you, Ryan. Squirtle was my my go-to for the original games. Uh, but in the original games, when you're fighting against him, or even when you're fighting and you have him, he just looks super weird. And I mean, they all do. You know, <laughs> Bulbasaur sort of looks like yeah. this weird, like, look got stepped on. It looks so different. But in the up to games, they just, they look like how they're supposed to look. And it just kind of pulls you in and, and more, I think, is what it does. It's not so jarring. Yeah. But then as a kid, back in the day, like, you don't care. If you gave the kid now, you know, the 1996 you know Pokemon Definitely. red or, or blue I think they would have a hard time getting into it I don't think it'd be the same I could be totally wrong though I'm sure I'm wondering if the story storygoers that have a kid that they gave that to and they just totally loved it I'd be super interested to hear that but yeah for me I think I'd have a hard, hard time going back to those games I would, I would much prefer the remasters I think so yeah yeah Ah, Pokemon Pokemon that have so it has so many remakes and so many different ones even ones coming out <clears throat> excuse me in the future yeah. and it's just going to be a constant moneymaker it's just mm-hmm. they have really mm-hmm. set themselves up well <laughs>
1: yeah yeah game freak is well set up ah uh, game freak yeah speaking
0: of game freaks ryan give a third <laughs> game on your read <laughs> yeah bad I bad segue um uh,
1: so my next one for very similar reasons to what we already spoke about shadow of the colossus and i spoke about this a little bit in the intro um, this is a game that I was really I really loved as a kid as a PlayStation 2 um, kid this is a game that I played a ton of and I remember really distinctly you know going to high school and talking with friends about what my experiences in this game and being in this like it was one of the games I remember having just this really incredibly beautiful world It um, was so interesting and the Colossus were so incredible in the way they moved. And um, going back now, looking at it, it, it doesn't look great. But again, that's because we're spoiled with what we see now. But with the yeah. remaster or the remake, it, it looks as good as you remember. It's as stunning and as beautiful as you remember. When those Colossus are kind of walking across the screen, it's it's still mm-hmm. just as breathtaking. And then like I spoke about the accessibility piece, um, it is hard to get a hold, I mean, I imagine, of, an orig- of a PS2 and Shadow of the Colossus. Maybe it is not hard, but it is not cheap. Um, as cheap as going to PlayStation Now and, and playing it and getting to have that experience and be back in that world so easily and so accessibly. Um, that I think it's really important to, to have that opportunity and have folks be able to do that, um, to play these games that are so important to, to this, this, this medium. Um, mm-hmm. so for that reason is why i think i had to include shadow of the colossus and there are a lot of games similar to shadow of the colossus that were very important i was just wasn't a game that caught me but there are games mm-hmm. even outside of that that were really important to the playstation 2 that have been remade i think it's important that they're remade same with nintendo games just for people to get a chance to, to dive back into them and i'm certain i'm certain maybe there's xbox games i just i just don't know i
0: think yeah oh halo Halo's a yeah game, the like master chief made. collection yeah. right
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. That's a big one. Actually, I haven't played them. I want to. I haven't had an Xbox in a long time, but Halo is a the the first 3 and Reach, Halo Reach, the, you know, what they have now is I'm very interested in the multiplayer. I'm going off in a huge hand in here. But yeah, no, those <laughs> games are cool. Um but back to Shadow the Classes, I think I'm the same as you Ryan. I I love the remake. I just love the way the class I look and how detailed they are. You can see the the hair on their bodies sway in the wind and it makes it more believable what you're grabbing and it's not so difficult to understand what to do with them you know, it's still that puzzle and that challenge to figure out how do I get around this giant limb to get to the spot I need to stab, um, which is a unique problem to have for sure. But, you know, I think that the more detailed the world is, the more of an immersion it creates for you to kind of put yourself in that character's shoes and, you know, and to kind of feel like you're there in a sense. And, and, you know, the more detailed, the more, you know, believable that world looks to you, I think the more engrossing it is which is really i think it's really important in games and, and yeah. something that i think wasn't so important back in the day back in like the 90s the 80s or whenever you know like before games really started to take off graphically um but now i think it's a really important thing like just think about like the the recent uh, state of play with horizon and just like how just absolutely stunning that game looks and i just i think it, for me at least it really pulls me in and just makes you feel like I am a part of that world. I am Aloy, sticking my head out of the, out of the bushes halfway, and people somehow don't see me. I am her, you know. <laughs> I'm <doing> that, the yeah. <laughs> not the crap on that game. I actually play it. Um, but yeah, I think it, it's just it's just it's insanely interesting how you just take a game you love and you can just expand it and make it more vibrant, and it just gives it a, a, breath, a breath of fresh air, which is really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: I can't wait to hear mm -hmm. what is next on your list. Next
0: one. And I will say I have not beaten this game because I moved and I never went back to it. I literally moved. I physically moved my (laughs) place of residence and I never went back to it because I just forgot. But Final Fantasy VII Remake. I feel like we have to talk about it. Like literally the the word remake is in the title. Like if we didn't talk about it, I feel like people would hate us. But... um, But what's so cool about Final Fantasy VII Remake is that, I mean, Final Fantasy VII is obviously one of the most beloved Final Fantasy games, if not a game, ever. Though I just found out the Japan just voted Final Fantasy X as their fa- favorite Final Fantasy. That's a hot take. I was really surprised by that. But anyway, what's really cool about Final Fantasy VII is that the original game, you just get dialogue boxes, you know, you kind of... The character models are obviously very old, like, but there's still that, that love there. People can still imagine these interactions and what they look like. And, but with Final Fantasy VII Remake, like just how, again, like I keep saying it, just how detailed and beautiful that game is. The characters interacting with each other and the ways that you pictured in your mind are just so, it's just kind of like fulfilling. It's just It allows you to kind of like just finally see what you've always imagined in your mind for so many years. You know, and we didn't really get that for Final Fantasy VII until the movie then Children came out and you know it wasn't but it wasn't kind of the same you know it was it kind of scratched an itch but I think with Final Fantasy VII Remake you're finally reliving this story the story that everyone loves so much and kind of being able to digest it in a way that you never thought you could before which is I think is just really cool and again I haven't beaten it I've heard that some pretty crazy things happen And I'm still absolutely terrified for things that could happen in the future based on if you've played the original game. Uh, But I, yeah, I just think it's cool. So, Ryan, we are on to your last game.
1: So my last game, and this is uh, one of the remasters that I think is so incredible and, and captures this game in such a beautiful way, but it's the Link Awakening um, remake for, for the Switch. This is a game that I remember very distinctly playing on Game Boy. It is one of the weirdest Legend of Zelda games that mm-hmm. exists. And just to see it in this, the art style is so completely different and it just is so vibrant and wild and beautiful in the remake for Switch that I, I just really love it. Um, it captures all this wild and strange charm of the original, as well as just kind of mm-hmm. sets you off in this amazing world that is just absolutely stunning. Um, it is it is a remake that I've never seen anything like, where there's like an art style change so distinct that makes it really special and really interesting and, and makes it a really wonderful yeah. game. Um, I'm excited to hear um, as a, uh, I'm excited to hear what you have to think, because I, I just know this is a, a series that you love so passionately.
0: I think it's so cool. I think, I, like you said, the art style is different, but they, they almost like perfectly like create this art style that just matches what was on the Game Boy for Link's Awakening. Like it's just it, they just do it such a great job that it's it's different, but also has like elements of what it originally looked like in a sense. And it's just I love it. I absolutely love it. And I think this is the perfect game that kind of represents how you breathe life back into an old story for people young and old to enjoy again um the gameplay is very much similar to what it was back on the game boy but it, it's fun and new and vibrant and colorful and, you know link's awakening originally was a black and white game and now for the switch like it's just this beautiful vibrant colors on this beach and it just it adds a whole new dimension and again you probably filled in with your imagination when you originally played it And it's just, it's just so good. It's so good. It never needed, you know, Link's Awakening is not like, I mean, I'm sure it's people's favorite game of the Zelda series, but I would imagine it's not the majorities, you know, Uh, I'm not sure what that would be, but it should be Majora's Mask. I don't care what to say. And if you tell me that's (laughs) Twilight Princess, then you're wrong. I'm sorry. It's a great game, but it's just not true. Um, But I think what is just so cool is that Link's Awakening is not the Zelda I would have ever thought would get a remake, but I'm so happy that it did. Like, I think that is a game that deserved that chance, and I think it did really well for Nintendo. So, I 100% approve it. It's one of those decisions, like, whoa, that's, like, super weird. Why would you remake that game? But I'm glad they did. As again, it kind of got lost in time. You know, it's stuck on a Game Boy, or maybe another platform I can't think of. But now it's on the Switch, the, you know, biggest console right now, one of the biggest consoles right now. And has sold really well, which goes to show how incredible that game is. So, very cool. This is so cool. Love it. I can't wait for them to redo more Zelda games, Nintendo. (laughs) Please. Oh, my God. Supposedly, supposedly, I don't think they're remakes. I think they're remasters. Of They're having remasters of uh, Twilight Princess and Wind Waker, which I am very excited for Wind Waker. Yeah,
1: Wind Waker is one of my favorites, Mm -hmm. if not my favorite, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, Wind Waker I think would be a fantastic remake. I think if they could remake that game, I think I'd be in love. But I think a remaster, I'll happily take. I will happily take it. Uh, Side note: I remember when Wind Waker was announced, and this is after Majora's Mask. And I remember after Majora's Mask, I was so hopeful for a continuation of that story, and we got Wind Waker, and I was so bummed. I thought the art style was ugly. I hated it. It was just so. (laughs) And then it came out, and I really enjoyed it. I have a hard time with the ending still, but we'll get into that one day when we cover that game. <laughs> but I think that would be a great remake yeah. game. I think it'd be fantastic. Yeah.
1: So, Eric, I'm so excited to hear your last one because it's kind of a game we covered in the yeah. experience of this of this podcast.
0: It's all thanks to you, Ryan. I never would have given this remake a chance, probably, if it wasn't for you. <laughs> and so, that it was and, and it was, and yeah, it was cool. I, mean, I probably would have paid for it eventually if I really yeah. had to. But yeah, it was super free, and I'm all about that. Yeah. So that's why Polka Way United is doing so well right now. <laughs> but no, and that's uh, the remake for Ratchet & Clank, the 2016 remake. And I, you know, if you've listened to our episode already, then I apologize, and I'm going to beat a dead horse more. Sorry, so many dead horses that we're beating. It's just not fair. We're going to yeah. get... Yeah, you know, some kind of violation against us. eventually. Yeah. that's a bad dead horse joke. But uh, <laughs> what what I like about *Ratchet and Clank* is that I did not get to experience the original game, and I was not going to go out of my way to to buy a PS two. Yeah. To play. Okay, cool. Uh, a PS two to play the original. Uh, but that's what I love about this game is that it's a remake of the original game, but it's told in a fun new way through the perspective of one of the characters in the game, which is really cool. I think it's such a fun way to. To have a remake, it almost like it almost makes sense, right? Because this is the same story, but it's being told through Captain Quirk's perspective, which is so much fun. It's just a cool way to like kind of justify this remake. It's not by any means because I don't know a Ratchet and Clank movie didn't do very well, and Sony needed to make <laughs> its money back. That's not just get that out of your minds. So that's not what happened no. here. Um, and what I like the most about this though is that it allowed for Insomniac to kind of revamp Ratchet's personality from a surfer jerk. Boy, to a respectable <laughs> character that was, yeah. you know, really I, like, charismatic and had all his intentions in all the right places and wasn't a jerk to Clank at all times. I, I didn't enjoy that Ratchet from the original game, but with this revamp from the from the remake, it allowed Ratchet to have that personality that we know now, you know, and and, and enjoy. And I think it really carries through. So I think it it allowed me to enjoy this Ratchet and Clank because I think. Playing this remake allowed me to then really, really, really enjoy Rift Apart. I think Rift Apart would have been a great experience still. I think I still would have loved it as much as I do. But I enjoy it just a little bit more because I had that experience with Ratchet & Clank the remake. It's not a hard game at all. It's you know it's not difficult by any means, but it's an enjoyable game. It's a fun time. And it's free. Yeah. So I highly recommend <laughs> playing it if you haven't played Rift Apart. Because just know that if you do play Ratchet & Clank the remake... is nothing like, okay, that's not true. It's very much like Rift Apart, but not as hard, not as challenging, and it's a nice, nice way to start into this journey of Ratchet and Clank. So, yeah. yeah. So thanks Ryan, thanks for giving me that remake, I appreciate it. Yeah, of course, (laughs) So before we end this episode, we kind of go through, I mean, just a little list of games um, that we are very interested in the remakes coming this year, hopefully, they'll probably get pushed. I'm sure some of them will get pushed. Um, but, you know, for the games that we enjoy, these remakes are coming out, and we wanted to just talk about them really fast. Yeah. So, but the first one, and this is actually what kind of brought this episode, Ryan, you had this idea from this remake. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to just talk about it all the time, but it's Dead Space. So the Dead Space <laughs> remake. Uh, I got Dead Space in 2009. This is a story. I had my first kiss <laughs> in 2009, and I had I was on this high, right? I was just feeling great. So I went to Dead Space to come out, and I really wanted to play, but I was too scared. But I was, I was just, I was just riding Cloud Nine. You know, this is a great day, right? Oh, this is the first for Eric. He used to go far. So, he went, <laughs> so, I went, <laughs> so I went to, I went to my local video game rental store. I think Hollywood game, Hollywood rental. You remember yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. And I is that about, what it was? Yeah. Yeah, my yeah. tops. Yep, Yeah, my top, top, which is now dead. Also, Ripped. Yeah. Ripped all, the all, uh, Hollywood video game, Crazy and Tops, which is in this plaza in Elmira, New York, all are now dead. All Ripped gone. all of them. Uh, but I had rented Dead Space. I wasn't gonna buy it. I wasn't crazy. I I I rented it and I put it on the counter and the dude said, "You know, I heard this game is super scary." And I was like, "Yeah, me too." And I'm gonna beat it. And he was like, "Okay." So then you let me rent it, obviously. I went home, I put it in, and that cloud nine just immediately died. A horrible, flaming death (laughs) in the intro of Dead Space, and I realized I was in over my head, So I'd never played a horror game before, and it was a rough realization that this game was going to be way harder than I was allowing myself to think. And it wasn't until a year later, I actually took like a half a year break from playing it, to eventually when I... I had accidentally asked for it for Christmas, and my grandmother of all people bought it for me. <laughs> so I opened this package, and it's Dead Space—just the severed hand on a cover—and I was like, "Oh my god, my grandma bought this for me!" Like this is so <laughs> so awkward. But eventually, I beat it. I beat it, and I felt so accomplished. So, moral of the story is: if you have your first kiss, don't buy a, don't rent a horror game because you probably won't beat it if you don't like them. Uh, but but give yourself the chance. I think you could be really surprised. I'm very excited for this Dead Space remake. I think it's. I I'm very sad that. The original developer, Visceral Games, is now dead. Shame on you, EA, for doing that. Shame on you. Um, so I'm sad they're not making it, but I'm very hopeful from the interviews I've watched and the things, the things I've read that this Dead Space remake will be carrying on the soul of the original game and, and really trying to stick with it. It sounds like that this game, from what they're telling, what the developer is telling me, which I think is called Motive, I think that is the, is the developer. I forget what their name is. that's starts with the M. Um, but they're saying that there's gonna be no loading times. So in between the in the game, for between every chapter, you're getting on this train and then the train takes off to a different section of the USG Ishimura, which is the setting, and that's where the game would load, right? And apparently, that's not gonna happen anymore. So it's just gonna be a game that really, really keeps you <laughs> in, right? Like you cannot yeah. escape the horror. Yeah. You can't take a breath. You can't like. And it sounds like they're going to be incorporating more of the elements of the. Other two games, Dead Space two and three, uh, into the first game that they couldn't do at the time because of the the technology issues. So, um, Dead Space has, has Dead Space has a really special place in my heart for many reasons. Dead Space three, Ryan, you and I played together yeah, uh, in college times, that was and uh, I'll never forget. I I dormed with my cousin at the time, and this this is in Fredonia, New York. Shout out to Fredonia, don't miss you. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> we played, and he had to go to bed early, so he, he we're in the same the small little dorm. He's sleeping, the lights are off, and I just remember you and I screaming and jumping, (laughs) and I'm trying to be quiet, and it's not working because we're just like. And Dead Space 3 wasn't really that scary, but it was just more fun to scream. You know what I mean? Like it was just more fun to kind of be in that mindset, like everything was scary. So, yeah, super long tangent here with Dead Space, but I just I think that trailer. If you haven't watched the trailer, I'd say I highly recommend trying it out because it really sets the tone for what this game is. Dead Space is a really special horror game. I think it's my favorite. I know. A lot of people have their favorite horror games I just think dead space is so smart and so unique it has that mentality of a normal person in a bad situation and I love games like that that's what really puts me in their shoes and makes me feel like this could be happening to me uh for and for dead space that's absolutely terrifying because I would not last long in dead space no way I would just jump out in space and get it over with. so <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, do you want do you want to go to the next game I don't know if yeah you're, i'm I, I okay? don't i don't I don't know but, what time I, I,
1: the game I yeah. know most about is the third one. I'm happy to talk about the second one. if. if
0: no, go can. for it. Do, do the third one. I'll jump in the second one. You're good.
1: Okay, so um, the next remake or, or remaster or game that we'll talk about would be Diablo 2 Resurrected. Aww. Now, the Diablo series is a game that I didn't jump in until the third game, and I loved it. have played that game a lot. Um, we have, of course, you guys know our friend Dave. Um, played mm-hmm. a ton of Diablo growing up and he's also very excited and this is a game series that I think Diablo 2 in particular had this incredible cult following. It's a game that kind of really launched this idea of this like inc- intense loop grind where you'd like fight bosses over and over and over going to get the perfect roll of this perfect item and you'd spend a ton of time doing that. And there was a whole economy that came up around, you know, selling these, you know, re- selling for real money these in-game items. Um, in oh, order wow. to like get better, loot. It was it was a wild time. It was it, Diablo Two is has this incredible and really dedicated following, and this game is going to hopefully in some ways recapture that I'm excited to see what they're going to do and how they're going to change and recapture some of that magic of Diablo 2 cuz a lot of people really didn't enjoy some of the lightheartedness that if you can believe that in Diablo 3 they're <laughs> excited for the gothic dark grim world of Diablo 2 and the systems in that game that I think Diablo 3 at the end of its life kind of was able to encapsulate Diablo 2 um, was able to capture a little bit quicker so I'm really excited to see what this game is going to be. And I think a lot of people who really love, you know, looter shooter RPGs top down. I mean, Diablo 2 is the reason why these games are as popular as they are. Um, I'm excited to see how they try to recapture them as that being said, um, not super, uh, obviously Blizzard is not doing great right now um, <laughs> as a company, but I'm really excited for this game and to see what they can do with it and if it's going to recapture that kind of spark. Um, that the original Diablo 2 did. So I'm curious about that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised. I didn't realize that Diablo 2 had a was it was involved in the kind of like buying items online through each other that was, well they
1: they weren't technically oh uh, I'm how sorry. it worked is well no I, I didn't i didn't elaborate on this at all how it worked and i didn't know about this either until again our friend dave who played what seems to be an unhealthy amount of this game um, <laughs> but no we we all we all have those um um he i guess what you could do is you would go into these forums and you could buy those forum bucks and then on that forum, you could trade for other players and for real money, and then they would give you the item. But it was in no way Blizzard... It was outside of Blizzard's hands. And actually, when Diablo 3 came out, there was an in-game auction house that you could do that same thing. It was built into the game because of the issues of Diablo 2. They had a system built in. Very quickly, they removed it because people... Um, did very bad things and spent a lot of money and it was very toxic and very gross. So it was removed from Diablo three pretty quickly. Um, oh, probably geez. within a few months of launch, it was shut down. But I remember those days of like, if you wanted to get this very good demon hunter bow in Diablo three, you can go to the auction house and you could obviously spend in game money, or you could pay real money to get currency that then you could then spend and buy this perfect roll of this weapon. Um, which just both, isn't great because it sets people up to spend money when they shouldn't and also like mm-hmm. it incentivizes pay to win in some way that being said it's not a it's not a competitive game at least at that time it wasn't a competitive game it eventually became there was a competitive scene um in that you're running trials and running rifts and those types of things but yeah very strange um that that monetization was a core part of diablo 2 put in diablo 3 and then quickly taken out but yeah, pretty, Diab- yeah, Diablo two. Yeah, Diablo two is a game that is like beloved. Maybe one of the most beloved computer, certainly beloved computer RPGs mm-hmm. um, when it came out. Again, it was it was a little past my time, and um, it came out when I was too young. And then when it, when it got really hyped, I, I was I, I was on other things. I didn't have a working computer yet. It was only for PC. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, very very excited to see what they do. Um, even if maybe Blizzard needs to get their act together a little bit.
0: Yeah, hopefully that happens. That's that sounds pretty bad. Yeah. 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 yeah it makes me sure not want to play Overwatch yeah. again. Like mm-hmm. or, or even like invest in Overwatch too. Actually, I was thinking about the other day how much I kinda of miss Overwatch. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think I could yeah. buy a game from them right now and feel feel mm-hmm. great about it. So hopefully yeah. things get better and, and management changes and all the heads of Blizzard are fired and new people <laughs> yeah. are put in their place. I think it'd be fantastic if they yeah. all lost their jobs. I think yeah. that's probably the right thing to do. Yeah because I just sorry, go ahead
1: yeah i mean if 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 they're creating a work culture that is as toxic as a lot of people are saying it is and you should believe people who are saying these things because they're the one to lose the most Mm um or put in these really terrible situations then yeah they should not be there anymore or in charge of anything
0: it's the ones that are posting on social media like we have failed you that's me like saying that's like saying yeah we have been doing this and now we're apologizing because we have to and that was the ones that should be fired so every single person that is involved in this whole thing. And I hope, I hope California, the, the court system in California just absolutely reams them. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully, you know, changes happen and, and yeah. good, good people who have been hurt are, are righted and, we can still enjoy Blizzard games at some point mm-hmm. you know, yeah, before we'll their change. September 23rd, 2021 California, <laughs> <laughs> <We'll see. laughs> sure hurry year. up, please. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it takes a month to systemically
1: change an entire company's culture and get rid of all the heads. I'm sure that's pretty quick. Yeah, easy.
0: You just go in, <laughs> you're fired, you're fired, you're fired. Yeah. Just take it. Yeah. No, no worries. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it does have a so i should say dead space has a it does not have a, a oh right release date announced yet because it's, it's just been announced uh in BioShock, bioshock diablo 2 sorry about that uh resurrected it comes out september 23rd 2021 again hopefully changes can happen but yeah you know use your best discretion there's no right or wrong answers of course you know because there's still good people made this this game yeah um so, it, you know, it's just, it's just your v- viewpoint. I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. I think the right answer, though, in all this is that we can support those who have been hurt and, and support the change that needs to happen. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the next game that's on our uh, remakes coming out list is Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Mm. Uh, I actually never played Diamond or Pearl. I just wasn't... That wasn't a gen I was super into. Yeah, I think Ruby and Sapphire were the last ones I really played yeah he runs down his head as he searches uh but uh i diamond and pearl i just didn't and then black and white came out and then black and white 2 or something came out uh and then sun and moon and i I don't know whatever happened uh but regardless i never played diamond and pearl now because i wasn't super interested in it now that's coming out on november 19th 2021 which is very soon i'm super interested in trying it out i think that i played uh sword From the Sword and Shield series. Oh, right. I think Sword was... Was that?
1: Oh, sorry. I was just... Oh, yeah. I forgot Sword and Shield were a thing. So, I was just... Yeah.
0: (laughs) No. I mean, yeah. And I thought... I mean, it was fine. But I think Sword was way too easy. I just did Mm not... I was not super into it. And I wasn't really super into the Pokemon that they had. You know, the new Pokemon. I wasn't... I just wasn't jiving with it. I did beat it. And it was fine. Um, And the camp thing was kind of cool to interact with your Pokemon but just not super that into it. So I'm I'm hopeful that, that Diamond and Pearl are that Pokemon Switch game that I'm I'm craving. So, but we'll see. I I really cannot think of a single Pokemon from that game that was released, you know. In yeah, that
1: that's what I just so. that's what I was just googling. I was like, who are the even the starters? Because that is like for me how I kind of in my mind order the the Pokemon. It's the the water penguin, the fire monkey, and the grass turtle. Oh. Which, yeah, yeah. Turtwig. Um, Chimchar, which I remember Chimchar. Chimchar. I don't know why. Um, and then hip um, but yeah, these are these are again similar to you, Ruby and Sapphire. Um, no sorry, Ruby and Sapphire, yeah, well, I played Emerald. Um, mm-hmm. as 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 is the way. Um uh, Ruby Sapphire thought... Emerald was my like my the last Pokemon game that I really invested a ton of time and energy into collecting all the Pokemon and getting Rayquaza. I don't know if that's pronounced that, but um, I think you're those, right. All those, all those folks. So I'm excited to. We'll see. Uh, I, oh. I haven't played a Pokemon game in a really long time, so if there's a good one coming out, be happy to jump back in. Except Pokemon Tur- Unite.
0: Yeah, yeah, Tur- Turtwig.
1: Turtwig. I love Turtwig. It. Not only do I
0: love it, its name, but I love it. And I, that is definitely the Pokemon I'm going to pick. Chinchar is <laughs> obviously probably the, the fan favorite. Yeah. Just because I feel like Fire Pokemon always seem to be for some reason. Charmander is yeah. overrated. And uh, it, lo- <laughs> uh, it looks fine. Whatever. But no, Tur- Turtwig is a name I just want to keep saying. It looks like Lucario also is in this generation as well. Oh,
1: is this the Lucario generation? Lucario is a Pokemon I really like... enjoy. Mostly from... Yeah. Um, uh Unite? Was Lucario and no, was Lucario and um Man, I can't even remember. What was the what was the Super Smash Bros. game after Brawl?
0: May or no uh, Melee. Uh, brawl. <laughs> That's what <I> was <laughs> and call. um uh Is it, it's not Ultimate.
1: What is I played a lot of Lucario and whatever one Lucario was in. Um I, should I really know this. enjoyed I Lucario. Love smash. Yeah, I
0: you know. should. Um, oh yeah, my it's... god. Wait, sma- so smash, then melee, then brawl, then
1: ultimate is that a thing ultimate? is that anything oh god is that anything? <laughs> I mean, can we
0: even say we really like oh my god hold on story goers this is awful i'm not going to edit this out because
1: this is awful So living live the- in our brawl all... <laughs> oh
0: yeah so super smash bros for the wii and then ultimate which is the same game basically but oh i see okay characters well it's okay. not the same game but it kind of is so okay all right so we're not we're not totally off base yeah okay yeah, Lucario. Cool. Lucario is a. I like Lucario. In, cool. He's a demon in Pokemon Unite. He's a jerk. He's like a weird energy staff and just just bashes okay. my face. And every time he comes around on an enemy team, so he can stop doing that anytime soon now. But <laughs> we went on a whole tangent here. The point is that I'm very excited to try this game. And that, again, is why like we talked about with Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green and Heart Gold and Soul Silver <laughs> that. It, these remakes allow people who didn't get to play those games or who did play those games to go back to them and enjoy them again. I'm very excited to try it. Just looking at this, I feel like it's a game I really missed out on. I was like, probably would have really enjoyed this. So, we'll did see. They, I'm hopeful.
1: Did they do a remake of Emerald and Silver and, and Ruby and Sapphire? Do we know?
0: I don't know. Man, this would be bad if there is. I don't even know about it. I mean, Emerald and, and um, Ruby were fine. I, I, I think they were Okay. I didn't really super enjoy them, even though, uh, what's his face, the, the, the green, the leaf, the gra- the grass type Pokemon starter, I forget his name, um, was super cool, he's the Gecko one, the,
1: oh yeah, 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 we're just on the Pokemon here, uh, Can't
0: Grass remember. Pokemon, okay, um,
1: Trico or something i'm We
0: gotta move like on that? from this, Trico, yeah, I think Trico, yeah, yeah or, something, or, or, that's or probably Crico? not correct. No, it's something like that. It's loading. My internet's awful. Um,
1: Trico. This is good content. Yeah, yeah. This is good Trigo. content. Trigo. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the fire Trigo. one? Who is the fire from? We we should stop talking. About Kill this. me, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll we'll move on. I'll do some research on my own time.
0: No, no, we'll look at it when we're done here. Yeah, but no, it's. I think. Yeah, I think that's what's so cool about Pokemon is go down this rabbit hole of all the Pokemon yeah. that you liked in different generations. Mm-hmm. So for, again, first, and second generations are the best. That's unrefuted um, and if you try to refute it that means that you're younger than me and you need to stop because I'm your elder so please, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you agree with me then you're probably the same generation as me and congratulations you were born in the 90s best time to be alive right but, <laughs> Right. yeah all right and then we have one more actually do you yeah. want to ryan you want to take us through this one
1: sure so um the other one we know about is the system shock remake and in, mm-hmm. system shock is a game series that i have not played but it is Same. it was the the system there was the series that came out before bioshock that was was did Ken levine work on these games as well correct i believe so yeah, yeah believe so, so this is like the pre-bioshock type games where you're up on this spaceship similar to bioshock you're like trapped on the spaceship while something is going on and you have to try and escape or get out or or fight this evil ai or something like that but i'm really excited to dive into these games i've heard they're good um i've heard these games are good and i'm curious to see if these stories hold up especially um compared to the games like bioshock that we really Mm -hmm. love and enjoy to see what what the first iteration of these games were and to make some of those connections that'll be a really fun one to cover i think when that comes out because those are so good times but yeah, yeah, so System Shock, um, I don't think it has released it yet, but it, it's no. it's really exciting to see the, the, again, this series that was so important to, um, you know, the gaming media um, to to be released for us to kind of replay it and to re-experience it, because I could go out and find a way to play this game, but um, I'm lazy and would rather just somebody make it <laughs> and take my money again, which probably is yeah. the problem with, with, with uh, the whole thing <laughs> in the first place.
0: You're the problem, Ryan. I am that mentality is killing us. No, I agree with you. I, I never played System Shock, also, uh, but I am excited for this remake. And actually, when you described it to me, it sounds like Soma, which, by the way, there's a big sale going on for PlayStation at least right now. And I bought Soma today was like eight Oh, wow. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So I'm going to play it. I would like to play it. So I bought that and Final Fantasy X, which are two very different games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I saw they're on sale. So, awesome. um, but no, I think that's going to be a fun game to go back to. And like you said, Shock is obviously one of our favorite games, it was our first game we ever covered here on Tales. So I think that System Shock will be a really fun one to go to for this remake and, and kind of see, like you said, see what, what's similar and what's different to Bioshock. So, it big be exciting. I'm sure there's many more remakes coming, but we just wanted to record and remember getting impatient. So bear with us, but let us know your yeah. upcoming remake that you're really excited for, or the remakes that, we, that have come out that you really enjoyed. Or if you just don't like remakes at all, we'd love to know why. That's a perspective that I think that we could totally hear from and maybe that would change our minds. So for all of those perspectives, those thoughts and those feelings, send them to us at talesfromthecartridge at gmail.com. All of the E's are 3's. You can also comment on our posts or or DM us. Let us know what you think about remakes and we will happily share those on our next episode. what was I going to say? Oh, you can also <laughs> find us on Apple Podcasts if you would happily give us a five-star rating and a nice little review. We would really appreciate it. We were very small still, so it really isn't going to change a whole lot for us, but just the kind words in general really kind of motivate us to want to keep doing well and, and keep pushing this. So that would always be helpful and we would always really appreciate it. So, um, But yeah, that will do us do it for today's episode. This episode will not be remade in the future, so please don't expect that to happen. Yeah. Um yeah it just won't happen for you but you never know maybe one day our old episodes could be remade mm. to make them really really nice
1: right right If that's mm. something we could something we, we could maybe happen someday in the future
0: yes the Perhaps. very far future <laughs> far <to the> future. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly
1: when either but, we have enough time to do so or we've run out of content ideas and then we we'll do so <laughs> exactly we've been through every game ever we've released we've covered them all <laughs> <laughs>
0: There'd be so many stories that'd be so hard to tell. Yeah. Oh man, I can't even imagine. But, storygoers, we hope you're doing well. We hope you enjoy this episode, and we will see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.